Chapter 11 of Arona, The Ambush We finally caught up with Trendon, who had already arrived at the waterfall. I looked down and could see Robert floating face first in the bloody pool of water. Allie! Freya! Larry yelled out in desperation as he got off the back of his comra, still bleeding profusely from his head and sobbing. There was no sign of them anywhere. Hey! Drew told Larry in a hushed tone. Keep quiet. You'll give us away. Leafen flew down and started to investigate the tracks, quickly picking up their trail and speaking to Trendon rapidly in Elden. Finally, they turned to us. There are about two dozen warriors. They have taken women southeast towards the kingdom of Taronk, said Trendon. He turned to Larry. Sorry for your loss. He then rode back towards the ruined city. No! Larry fell to his knees, crying out. Don't worry, Larry. We'll get Allie and Freya back. Yeah, get up! Said Drew as he snapped his reins and began riding in the direction of the tracks. Let's go! We all moved to follow. Before we knew it, Trenton rode up in front of us and blocked the path with his comra. Stop! You go to your death! The girls will be sacrificed within days. There is nothing we can do for them now. Well, that's not going to happen, Trendon, said Drew. Not while we're still breathing. We can save them, agreed Jack. My stomach turned. Could we really? I thought to myself. How could we possibly rescue them from a group of two dozen warriors? It didn't matter. Of course I would go. But to be honest, the thought terrified me a little at first. No! We are outnumbered two to one by seasoned Taronk warriors. This is not my mission. My mission is to help you find your way home, keep you safe, not to enter one of the most dangerous kingdoms of Arona and get you all killed. Besides, you can barely ride your comra, let alone use your weapons. You will surely die, and I will have failed my king. Now turn your comra around and ride back towards the city. But they're on foot, Jack reasoned. We can easily catch up to them. And wait until they sleep and then ambush them. He got on a jive in a hole. said something to Trendon, who quickly turned and yelled something back at him. Obviously, Leafen agreed with us. We're going to go rescue those girls with or without you. Come on, guys, let's go, Drew said as we all rode past him. Trendon galloped up in front of us once again. You leave me no choice. I swore to protect you and help you get home. I tried to keep you alive when you try and rescue women. But we must hurry. We have only three days before they reach the borders of Tronk. Even I will not enter that land. He glowered at us then, muttering under his breath. Foolish. You will fail. We will all die. Thanks for the vote of confidence, Trendon. I'm glad you're so positive, said Cuppy, unable to hide the sarcasm in his voice. Now get out of the way, he commanded yeah. his comrade to go on, and brushed by Trendon forcing him to pull over his comer to the side. We rode hard and fast until Leafen Sid looked for us to slow, which I took to mean we were closing in on them. Finally, he flew down and landed on a rock in front of us, whispering something to Trendon. They have stopped just ahead, Trendon explained. Both girls still alive. We let them drink flow through the night and attack at dawn. He climbed down from his comer and began to settle in. That night, I could hardly sleep. I was excited, nervous, and scared at the same time. 
The anticipation was killing me, and thoughts of losing a brother or dying were never far from my mind. Finally, I gave up trying to sleep and went to talk to my brothers, who were all still awake. We spoke about home, wives, kids, girlfriends, and our parents. We laughed about childhood memories and reminisced for hours. I think we all knew it might be the last time we spoke to one another. Finally, I went and tried to sleep again, and before I knew it, Drew was waking me up, even though it was still dark. It's time, he whispered. We slowly made our way to where their camp was. They had been so noisy the night before, probably celebrating the capture of their victims. At some point in the night, Allie let out a terrible scream, and it took three of us to hold back Larry as he imagined the worst. The leaves crunched below my Comra's furry hoofs as we advanced, Leafen leading the way on foot while his eagle flew high overhead. After about three minutes, he signaled for us to stop. The long dawn had set in, and a damp fog shrouded the area in mist. It was so quiet, and I quickly became paranoid that every little sound we made would give us away. Finally, I could make out the smoke of a fire that was almost extinguished from burning all night. Just ahead, the trees opened up to a small clearing. There were shadowy formations lying scattered on the ground around the fire. Trendon signaled to the other Elden Warriors to circle around. I was nervous. My hands were shaking, but I was ready. I saw the others across the clearing reach their position. I looked over at Trendon, and his eyes and mouth went wild before he threw down one arm, signaling to charge. All at once, we rode out from the thick forest and into the clearing. I tried not to yell as I rode into the first real battle of my life, not really knowing what to expect. I saw Trennan's Comra leap up ahead of us. He loosed an arrow mid-air, which flew into the back of one of the sleeping Tronks. Then his Comra landed on another one of the motionless shadows. Before I knew it, my Comra was on top of one of them too, instinctively crushing him with his formidable hoofs. I saw another warrior start to get up, but before I could do anything, an arrow shot through his chest and out of his back. I jumped from my Comra onto one of the men as he stood up, and shoved my small sword down through the top of his shoulders before it fell out of my hands. I started to get up when another man came running towards me, screaming, but before I could even react, he was shot with an arrow. I heard screaming, and looked as two of the Taronk warriors pulled up the girls up off the ground by their hair, dragging them back towards the forest. I ran towards them without a weapon in my hand. Leafen swooped down on his eagle and grabbed the man struggling with Freya by his talons, throwing him against a large tree. I watched in horror as the other warrior thrust his jagged dagger into Freya's stomach before she could get away. He continued to pull Allie by the hair, dragging her kicking and screaming into the forest. Ah! I ran at him yelling, not knowing exactly what I was going to do. I was less than five feet away when an arrow smashed through his forehead and he fell backwards onto the ground. I looked back and saw Trendon, riding on top of his Comra, rapidly shooting arrow after arrow into our enemies and using his Comra to bash Taronks with its antlers. It was over. I saw Larry embrace Allie and smiled in shock. Then suddenly, I felt a pain in my side. My vision blurred and my hearing muffled as if someone had clamped a pair of earmuffs on my head. The last thing I remembered before blacking out was Drew running towards me yelling my name. Try! Try! Thanks for listening to Chapter 11 of Arona. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to subscribe. If you want to send me a question or comment, 
you can by using the email adamjamesbooks at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone, and I'll see you soon.